Hey, Armstrong and Getty here. And the real estate market is about as crazy as it's ever been. I mean, it's just none of the old rules apply anymore. Everything's different. You gotta, you, you need expert advice. And there will be a new set of new rules next week, too, probably. That's why you have to get great real estate representation, good or bad or mediocre, will no longer do. Give Robert Millward a call. Robert's with Intero Real Estate now at 204-9493. Maybe you're thinking about selling. What's your house worth? Get a good solid number instead of a wild guess. Maybe you're not upside down anymore because, as Jack said, the rules are changing. Who can get approved for a short sale? Who can get approved for a mortgage? Call 204-9493, 204-9493. Talk to the only guy I'd use or go to JoeGettysRealtor.com. That's JoeGettysRealtor.com. Did um, I know there was some? I, I heard something about Caitlyn Jenner running for office. Is that a, a thing? In yeah. California, yeah, uh, yes. U.S. I, I don't know how how serious a thing or big a thing, but I know she's uh, floating the idea. Wow! As a Republican, because Bruce, well, Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner, Republican, right? Not a very Republican Republican, but uh, who knows? I don't know. Well, that could be a winning ticket, though. <laughs> well, yeah. Don't you think? It, it's so striking. It's part of why I love this country. You got Kid Rock. Running in, in, in Michigan, and I'll bet he wins. And you got Caitlyn Jenner running in California. That'd be something, because you'd have you'd have people that might, if it were a transgender Democrat, people who might, nah, I'm not going to go for that, who, who lean right. Right. Who would be so thrilled to finally have a Republican senator might vote for a Caitlyn Jenner. She'd get some R's that you wouldn't normally get. Wow, you're right. And then you get a ton of Democrats, because obviously you got the whole first transgender senator, highest, most powerful transgender person ever. Would they choke down their hatred of Republicans? I don't know. That'd be a tough battle. Um, but again, he's not. she is not very Republican. I don't know, really know, I, know the political stances of one Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner. I, I hate to throw this in, but I thought Bruce was a half-wit. And I think Caitlyn is a transgender half-wit. But she's still a half-wit. And I don't think she's... I don't, I, I, I'm not inspired by the idea of her as a senator. Okay. Just throwing it out there. Uh, but you know what? I, I will tell you this. If, if she begins to campaign and, 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 and makes sense to me, what the hell? Well, I don't care. Yeah. Vote the right way. Can I play something short? She was actually on uh, Jimmy Kimmel last night. Please. And I thought he kind of just said something that we've all been thinking in a nice way here. Short. It is. I will say, you know, it's it's very unusual. And I don't, you know, it's the elephant in the room that it's unusual. Now I'm meeting you as a woman after meeting you as a man. And then she made kind of a dumb joke, so I cut it off. But I just thought he said. Yeah. Yeah. I have met you before when you were a dude. Now I'm meeting you and you're a woman. It's. It feels weird for me. Sure. That's a perfectly uh, appropriate thing to say. Well, and you know, it's a a really nice lead into what I wanted to talk about, and that is the psychosis you see when ideology trumps logic and where people think too much. People think too little and they think too much. 
That's complicated. Here is an example. You got an explosion of crime on Bay Area Rapid Transit, BART, as it's affectionately known. That's the way people get about in San Francisco. Some people, yeah. Uh, Violent crimes, rapes, robberies, aggravated assaults are up 41% in the first five months of the year compared to last year. 41%. Rapes on the BART or at the BART station? Um, I would imagine station. within the station and the yeah. trains, although ugly, ugly stuff happens on the trains in the night where there's just one person on the tr- on the car and now there's two and yeah. one of them's a predator. Uh, at the same time, property crimes such as burglaries, theft, auto theft and arson are up to 14 percent. Obviously, auto theft would suggest that we're talking about the parking lots unless people are driving their their cars onto the train, which I've never witnessed. Which they are not as far as I know. But at any rate, so you've got skyrocketing violent crime, a significant rise in property crime, and uh, the the basic part of this I'm, story. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, just thinking about it, uh, my most scary Bart experiences have been uh, never on the train, the station, or the parking lot. That yeah. that walk from the train to the parking lot in some places, yeah. and then hanging out in the parking lot, that's a scary place. To Shout be. out to Richmond. So anyway, uh, you can certainly have gross experiences on the actual trains it's happened to most of us you can have interactions with folk you don't normally interact with certainly on that's the train. a good thing uh how bad do they smell in this scenario you learn something about smells anyway so let's do the straight news part of this first of all uh the chief of uh, bart laid out his plan his name is carlos rojas Laid out his plan Tuesday to beef up hiring and improve officer retention. There are currently about 40 officers short out of a department of 175, or about 20%. They're 20% short on officers. Wow. How the hell does that happen? I don't know. That's a lot. Uh, it's a challenge, especially for a district as geographically diverse as Bart, he said. Uh, and I quote, we have a system that has over 100 miles of rails. It covers four counties, soon to be five. So it's a very challenging task, and we do need more human resources, also known as people. Um, so they're going to speed up the hiring <laughs> process, give a $1,000 referral incentive to employees who suggest an applicant that's ultimately hired. Uh, department's also considering offering ten dollars to $15,000 hiring bonuses to officers, although uh, the money is not in the budget, so I don't know where they're going to get it. Um, perhaps rob people on trains and use the money for that. That seems counterproductive. Uh, yeah, so anyway, they got that, that big old uh, shortage there. Uh, here's another aspect of it. And this is where we get to the particular psychosis of the Bay Area in which bad things or things inconvenient to the prevailing ideology are ignored or shoved in the corner. Bart had stopped doing a daily crime log, mostly because I think they are embarrassed about the amount of crime. That is the very sort of thing you do not want government to do. Ever, ever, ever. This is a bureaucracy, Bart, protecting the bureaucracy. Because remember, the chief and his people, all day long, they fight the temptation. I'm going to be charitable here because I think he's probably a good man. They fight the temptation to put their bureaucracy ahead of those they serve. Now, eventually, every bureaucracy gets out and out abusive and and apathetic at best about the people they're supposed to serve and spends their entire day, every day, just protecting and serving their own bureaucracy. happens all the time. It's the iron law of bureaucracy, and there have never been a truer truth ever truth. Anyway, 
Uh, Bart resumed providing the public with daily crime logs yesterday morning after weeks of criticism over, over why the agency replaced the updates with an interactive website that gave minimal details of that, incidents. That is just something we should not tolerate in society. That is unbelievable. So crime is up, so you stop reporting how much crime there is. For That's weeks. the way you handle it. For weeks. Because it's more important to you that your bureaucracy doesn't look bad than it is to let your writers know, hey, it's getting a little little sketchy on the BART. Well, some of the women of the Bay Area, because you know how women are. <laughs> After finding out that there's a skyrocketing rate of rape in the stations, trains, parking lots, etc., uh, women, especially and those who love women, said, Wait a minute, there's skyrocketing rapes, and, and and you're not publishing your your data log anymore. Your uh, what was it called the uh, the crime log? Right. That means somebody made that decision, and that somebody should not be a public servant. Somebody or a group of people made the decision. We're not going to report this stuff anymore because it looks bad. Right. Well, you should lose your job. After that came to light on Tuesday, they said the daily crime log was back effective immediately. Um, Bevan Dufty, who's on the board, uh, said, we need to be open. Our focus needs to be on recruiting more officers and not curtailing information. I would agree with you. Did anybody ever get around to asking whose decision that was? Of course not. Because you can't fire anybody, so what the hell difference does it make anyway? Well, they thought that the new website ensured absolute transparency. I don't believe that. But then there was a lack of information on the website. I don't believe that for a second. That it's just a coincidence. Crime went up, and you came up with a different way to report it, and it's less easy to get the information. I don't believe that as an accident. Now, here's your next chapter of the saga, and I had to go to multiple, multiple news sources to get the full picture, because news sources have points of view. I think we're all kind of more hip to this these days, and we'll, we'll selectively include or ignore things that don't suit their point of view. I'm trying very hard not to do that in this little report. BART officials continue to stress that crime rates remain relatively low, although they've skyrocketed. But there's been significant concern uh, concern among users since the Chronicle and other news outlets reported that 40 to 60 youths swarmed a train at the Coliseum Station in Oakland uh, in April, robbing and attacking passengers. And I don't believe that was the only incident of that Sort It was the biggest one. But so now gangs of Utes are attacking the trains. Listen to this. BART has videotapes of all this stuff. At least three robberies on BART involving groups of teenagers. And they refuse to r- r- turn over the surveillance videos for any of these incidents. Why... Quote, to release these videos would create a high level of racially insensitive commentary toward the district. And in addition, it would create a racial bias in the riders against minorities on the trains. This is the paternalism of liberalism that makes me crazy. You are so much wiser. You are so much smarter. You hold the average person in such contempt that you think, well... Okay, virtually all of the kids involved in these gang swarm robberies, beatings, assaults, soon-to-be homicides, 
a lot of them are black, and that would create racial animosity. So we can't release what is true to the people you serve. I'm sorry if those videos create some sort of racial animosity that's unjustified. I hate that idea. It's terrible. But you don't get to choose. Your wisdom is not nearly as infinite as you think it is. In fact, I would argue you'd lack it seriously if you thought that was a good idea. Yeah, people who get into government who think that uh, they should choose what information comes out because based on whether or not we can deal with it. Right. Man, oh, man, that's so dangerous. It, oh, my God, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and because you're you're so such a slave to your own biases, and that's why you have to err to transparency. Recognize it in yourself. I'll admit it right now. I have biases. I have beliefs. I'd like to promote them. I want more people to think like I think. But if you're in government, you have to err to transparency because over there in that county, they're going to err in the opposite direction. Do you want them? You know, my great progressive overlords of, say, San Francisco County, Marin County, I'm asking you, do you think it's okay if they're wildly biased in the other direction a couple of counties over? Is that okay with you? How about the state of Texas, those damned rednecks, those damned ignoramuses? That's a good question. Are you okay with them running a propaganda operation. No, of course you shouldn't be. But again, and that is the, the psychosis of modern politics. Everybody has a side, not a, no principles. But your principles should guide you, not your freaking ideology. If a conservative-leading county had videotape of a group of people in Make America Great Again hats beating a Muslim woman, do you think they should keep that video secret? Because it might make people think that all Trump voters are violent. Right. Or incite violence against white people. Because it probably would. I'm guessing you would not be okay with that. No. I guarantee they wouldn't be okay with that. No, you never should. You should no. never be hiding that sort of information. And yeah, that's it's that's it's unbelievable. According to a memo distributed by Bart or two Bart directors, the agency won't do the press release uh, because it was a petty crime that would make Bart look quote crime ridden. Furthermore, it would, quote, unfairly affect and characterize riders of color, leading to a sweeping generalizations in media reports. How about you let the people decide? Then anybody does anything rude, criminal, etc., against anybody of color? Bring the hammer down. You do a crime, you get punished. God, you, God the paternalism is so amazing. It really is. That is a, that is something. That is something. So, Chief, good luck. Hire those cops because we need them. Bart Board, get the hell out of your own way. Also fits in what we were talking about uh, yesterday as uh, as local news reporting disappears all across America. It'll be a lot easier for your smaller government agencies to get away with crime statistics just disappearing. Right. And, you know, I don't know for sure that the Chronicle ignored this aspect of the story. Maybe they didn't, and I missed it. But shout out to KPIX that did a nice job on that report. If anybody knows anything, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Um, what are the most stressed cities in America? Luckily, I don't think we got anybody listening right now. Or we're not on any of those cities anyway. The most stressed cities in America. Angerville, Freak Out Junction at the top of the list. <laughs> what are the rest? Stay with us. Anxiety. Anxiety. Star down Nevada. <laughs>
Also, some stats on people getting married, divorced, how late people stay single, that sort of stuff, how it's changed over the years. Pretty interesting. Bunch of stuff on the way. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Pretty song. I've never heard it before. It's a new one. So Ed Sheeran makes a cameo appearance on Game of Thrones. It seems pretty innocuous. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So what was the blowback against Ed Sheeran? I mean, was what were people complaining about? It was a shameless promotion. <laughs> what was he, what was he promoting? It's not shameless promotion. It was just it himself? was just it was very blatant. Like just, right. like like I said before, it's the fact that he's he himself a singer songwriter is playing a singer-songwriter in the yeah. show, singing a song that he just wrote. And it's jivey. She would have liked it better if he was just kind of like walking in the background. Yeah. yeah, like if he was just kind of randomly one of the guys that got slayed in a sword fight in the background, right. which uh. is which they have done with other okay. musical celebrities in the past. So this is just a very boring thing. You gotta hate something uh, in the modern world. Everybody's got to be angry all the time. So, and then he took the blowback seriously enough that he canceled his mega famous huge Twitter account, which is one of your bigger Twitter accounts on Earth. You know. I'm surprised anybody <laughs> that famous could be that easily butthurt. It is pretty amazing. But, I don't know, he's he's a sensitive little ginger with a high voice. <laughs> he happens to sing really pretty, they and, and no he got famous. Though. That's true, and he has no soul as a backup. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he's been elevated to fame, and he just he really can't handle it. Uh, I, uh, I think it's such a terrible mistake, if you're seriously, seriously famous, to spend any time at all on your... Your social media account. God, I would think at a certain level of fame, though, you would just think, I'm one of the biggest selling recording artists in the history of the world. People mostly like me. Right. The fact that this guy doesn't, I'm okay with. Well, it's as if he's, <laughs> it's as if he's new to the concept of not everybody likes everything. Or, as we often say, well, as we receive our, our daily dose of hate mail, well, we've failed to please everyone all the time once again. Well, that combined with the idea of trolls, there's some people out there just going to hate on you because they, they're just sad losers. Losers, right? right. Charles Barkley said that last week. Um, he said he said I, he quit social media. He said it's just amazing how many sad losers there are in social media <laughs> that, that that the only enjoyment they get is that lashing out at people that have done something. Right. It is weird. I don't. I I don't get it. But yeah. But that conversation alone, you'd think, would be enough to inoculate Mr. Ed Sheeran against the heartbreak of somebody tweeting something mean. When you're hugely successful. When I started in radio, my first real radio job, I got, and I think it was the first week of my first real radio job. Yeah. Um, I'm working at night. I got a call. I pick up the phone. This is not on-air calls. I was playing music, and you'd just answer the phone, and people would can I hear Guilty Feet of God No Rhythm? It's be some little girl wanting right. to hear a Wham song. Yeah. But I would pick up the phone, and somebody said, you suck, and hung up. Yeah, and that, was, that was me. And I was, <laughs> I was devastated. Oh, yeah. 
I was devastated. I hung up the phone and I just sat there. I remember just staring at the wall thinking, oh, my God, I've made such a mistake. I'm no good at this. How am I? God, I went to college and this is the only thing I've put any effort into. And what am I going to? I was so devastated by that. Could hardly crack the mic the next time. Oh, yeah. But if you get a certain level of success, you think, well, I'm obviously good enough at this. Somebody's paying me to do it. You know, people continue to pay me to do it. Whatever. The fact that some people hate it, that's the way it goes. Right. Ed Sheeran, if we're crying out loud, you're the only person who ever sold out Wembley Stadium three nights in a row. Not the Rolling Stones, not nobody. You did it. Isn't that good enough for you? Well, can somebody explain to him, look, if if 95% of the record-buying public hates you and 5% love you, you've made a, you've made hundreds of millions of people happy, <laughs> or tens weird. of millions, and you'll become richer than Bill Gates. 5%. Everything's okay. I but wonder, again, he's a sensitive little ginger. Yeah, I wonder if the same thing that makes him a great songwriter, being that in touch with your emotions, being that right, open with them... Right. Me, makes him more vulnerable to those sort of things. Right. The very oh, skill set. Obviously, obviously yeah, the very skill set that led to his success is what makes it so hard for him to interact on Twitter. Right. MMA fighters tend to do better with you know Twitter abuse. <laughs> it's just the nature of the person in the job. I blame right. I blame him for taking the part, but I also blame Game of Thrones for offering the part. Like uh, you're supposed to be taken seriously. Yes, it's a show about dragons. I realize that. Yes, but it, it reeks of his cameo reeks of vanity. I mean, what's next? Yeah. Will Ferrell right. slaying the, dragons? Those are the <laughs> those are the sort of things that you would see like on an entourage, right? right. The kind of the the celebrity cameo, yeah. kind right. of nudge nudge wink wink. Like Game of Thrones, you're the biggest television show on the planet. Act like it. You don't need to do these mm. weird little yeah. social media stunts I, to garner more attention. We're doing it very subtly. I, Ed Sheeran was on Charlie Rose one night, and Charlie Rose actually sat there and listened to Ed Sheeran as Ed Sheeran explained the meaning behind each of his tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And Charlie Rose took it completely seriously, like it was meaningful. I wish somehow the look I have on my face could be broadcast on the radio. <laughs> Oh boy! That's what I don't get is that the the the, the people aren't willing to treat a twenty four year old superstar at their heart. They're still a twenty four year old. Sure, they're really good at something, and they're still a twenty four year old that thinks the meaning behind their tattoos is interesting to people. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't understand why you wouldn't. Well, just Chuck roll Rose your is interested. <laughs> well, he pretended to be, but I think oh. most celebrity interviews are you're popular right now. I want to know why. I know we sit yeah. here during the nine o'clock hour. You get the uh, what's that little blonde-headed midget who's uh, that little uh, little Kelly Ripper. Kelly Ripper, <laughs> right, with her, 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 her rotating cast of guys who put up with her briefly. Uh, but anyway, so I watch that show, and they will quite literally interview one hot twenty-something starlet on the tall stool and laugh and talk and be fascinated by her, give her a big hand as she goes off. Then usher on another 20-something-year-old 20 hot starlet who they will chat with and laugh and clap their hands, then kick her off. And usher on a third successive hot 20-something starlet and be fascinated by her descriptions of her wow. latest project. There is evidently an audience for that. Oh, oh yeah, obviously. There obviously is. I couldn't do that. I'd have to get seriously hammered or something to... uh. To interview three twenty-something starlets in a row and pretend to be interested in. No oh, man, but uh, you know, yeah. or you'd you'd have to get the appropriate level of don't give a crap. I mean, right? It's a paycheck. 
Yeah, exactly. They are exactly. probably. Your average uh, burger employee isn't like really emotionally involved with every burger they shove across the counter. It's just what they do. Yeah. Go ahead, Vince. They are popular. They uh, make money. And, and they're good looking. I want to know what's going on with them. Huh? I want to know what their hot takes are huh? in life. So you're some of the audience. I remember, I think Dennis Miller quit his talk show. He was listening to some actress describe her film and he realized he didn't care. Hmm. And he thought, I just don't care about this at all. And that's when he quit doing the wow, the sit-behind-the-desk sort of TV talk show. He oh, said, the TV I, talk show? Yeah, okay. when he had yeah. that show, remember, at night? Yeah. He had that for a while. The, and, on HBO, right? Yeah. 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 And he quit, and he thought, I just, I, I don't care. But he, <laughs> he cared or, pre- or pretended to care for yep. two or three decades. Yeah. Well, you do. Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marsha Phillips? Uh, you got President Trump promising a better deal on Obamacare reform by lunchtime today. And Americans, turns out, They want to buy more products made in the USA, but there is a catch. And why wearing flip-flops is dangerous. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. I have that conversation with my kids almost daily. I wore socks twice on vacation for a total of five hours. It was great. I am never unsocked except for the moments I'm in bed. <laughs> and the shower. I don't wear socks in the shower. And you don't wear shorts, do you? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, my. I but would I, wear oh. shorts and flip-flops for the rest of my life but if I, I could. I noticed at the beach it was very difficult for me to walk on the sand because my feet are so tender. <laughs> they can't hardly handle anything. <laughs> mm, tenderfoot. <laughs> yes. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm eating. What, what? What? I'm busy eating. Whatever. Habit of professionalism. I got this graph here when people get married. Maybe I'll get to it today. Maybe to not. It's at what ages people are getting married. And it's obviously later and later uh-huh. than it used to be. But even going back to 1900, 0% of one-year-olds were getting married. <laughs> so there is some consistency. Right. And it stays at 0% up until, like, you get into, like, 12 or so. 12? It's a little well, young. Go, going way back. Oh. But, uh, like, 0%. 100% of one-year-olds are single. According to this chart. <laughs> That's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, to be fair, not married. We don't know if they're oh, actually true. in a, in a yeah, relationship. True. They might be in a yeah. committed relationship. Yeah, yeah, I don't need a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> And why do the barbers keep asking, so, son, you married yet? <laughs> I don't need a ring. For one, my fingers are really fat. <laughs> Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Now, President Trump not giving up on pushing a health care bill through the Senate. Trump's going to be hosting Republican senators for lunch right about now at the White House today. Vincent Nicholas, official Trump tweet reader with this morning's blast. I will be having lunch at the White House today with Republican senators concerning health care. They must keep their promise to America. Next tweet. The Republicans never discussed how good their health care bill is, and it will get even better at lunchtime. The Dems scream death as Obamacare dies! Wow. I'm telling you, big picture. This is the big picture yes. with Jack Armstrong. Yes. Not the health care debate, just in general of making promises. Where do our politics go? Because this is a pretty blatant example of standing up in front of people, getting crowds chanting with no intention whatsoever of doing anything. <laughs> Or certainly not yep. much intention. If you were to be charitable, you might say, 
they didn't realize that they'd have this much trouble figuring out what to replace it with until they actually tried. That would be really, really charitable. How about those gatherings they would have on the steps after they passed yet another repeal of Obamacare right. bill? Mm-hmm. When, when the, you know, uh, rubber meets the road and you've got a president who could actually sign it, then you're not so repeal-y. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you're, you're phony. Yeah. You're phony. And so I just wonder where it goes, where our politics go. As people get even more cynical, and they should, about those campaign stump speeches. Right. Well, like I've suggested, and others have before me, Trump's not the end of something. He's the beginning of Absolutely. something. Absolutely. Well, it, goes, it goes back to Pedro saying, all your wildest dreams will come true. <laughs> I got to. Yes. I got to tell you, former President Obama must be enjoying this, though, saying, thinking to himself, uh-huh, you thought it'd be so easy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, I don't know about that. He broke his own promises, Barack Yeah, he was lied repeatedly to pass a, a, a fraud on the American people. If he's self-satisfied, and he's always self-satisfied, good, he can go to hell. Wow. You're an idiot. You heard me. Wow. You heard me. Jeez. You go to hell, Barack Obama. Racism. Like what? A- we have raging wildfires right now throughout the western U.S., damaging more than a dozen homes in Nevada and in California. Governor Brown declaring a state of emergency. you got thousands of residents living outside of Yosemite National Park having to get out of the path of a fire that has burned almost 46,000 acres right now. Yeah, it grew so fast, too. Yep. A new poll finds that Americans say they do indeed want to buy U.S.-made goods, but they don't want to pay more for them. of Americans said in the Reuters poll that it's very important or somewhat important to buy products made in the States. But 37% said they'd refuse to pay more for the U.S.-made products. 26% said they only pay up to 5% more. I have a theory on this. Hmm? I think it is a direct result of the the societal change, the cultural change between a save-up-to-buy-it society and a buy-it-today-on-credit society. Because if you save up to buy something, quality means a lot to you. And how long it's going to last means a right. lot to you. Much less or much more than than if you slap it on a credit card. That's uh, with the and assumption You're just that accumulating more high interest debt. Then price really, really becomes the number one factor. You're going with the assumption that the USA made is generally better quality, which it is generally. Yes. Yeah, generally, um, you're right. Yeah. I, I don't understand why all y'all want to buy something that's cheaper but crappier. I just explained it. I, I don't get it, though. Mm. What's the point? It's not cheaper. It's not cheaper. Haven't you lived long enough? Uh, what are you, China. You've bought three of these in the last 10 years. Right. Or you could buy one for 40% more right. that would last 10 years. It's cheaper to buy something that ain't crap. But it's not have... cheaper today. It's cheaper over the long term. China. And we've lost the ability a dumb to way to think... live your life. And You're we've dumb. Lost the You're all dumb. To think in long term, <laughs> financially. Well, well, look at the government. Look at the federal government. Look at the state governments. None of them have the capacity to plan ahead. It's amazing. We want deal. I I should get no credit for this. My wife should get all the credit for it. But, you know, if we have a big insurance payment coming, for instance, twice a year, since we were dirt poor, we put aside $7 a month because we knew a $70 payment was coming up in 10 months. For instance, and that everybody used to know how to do that, but culturally we've changed completely. I think that's a huge factor. 
Podiatrists and foot surgeons are warning that wearing flip-flops is dangerous. By wearing them, they alter your natural stride. They leave you with shin splints, Achilles tendon problems, and lower back pain. The runs, hemorrhoids. <laughs> what well, about, uh, what if you got flip-flops with arch support? That sounds like that's some of the problem. Well, that is what that is a big problem. They offer no arch or heel support, your common flip-flop. Heel it's, support? What's heel this support? This sounds like the exact opposite of what everybody was claiming a couple of years ago when arch supports were ruining our feet. Right. We're much better off using the natural uh, lack of arch support that we're designed yeah. for. Wait a minute. Are, are flip-flops the new coffee for you, Marshall? <laughs> You're going to give us fl- uh, ugly flip-flopping stories about once every week? Or you on the take from Shoals. I'm passing along this He's very on the take from Big valuable health care information. In the pocket of Big Insert. <laughs> hey, one last note. Wait. Is Super Bowl for sci-fi fans. The San Diego Comic-Con is here. They're going to have the previews tonight and then four days of panels, presentations. Four days of terrible traffic. And autograph signings begin tomorrow. You know, it, I heard an analysis at Comic-Con this morning, which was interesting to me. The explosive growth of it, the $120 million to the San Diego economy. I can't remember the specific number, but um, the... The art form celebrated by the Comic-Con crowd has gone from a very small niche to the dominant flavor of popular entertainment. Definitely. Yeah. The, well, the superhero true. thing, the fantasy no thing. No doubt. It's gone from things that were appropriately scoffed at by real adults with grown-up <laughs> lives to now it's dominant. You do have friends, don't you? Well... Super friends? Well, you should get some friends who aren't printed on paper. What, you mean action figures? There you go. That's exactly. an unfair representation. Action <laughs> News, I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. <laughs> Don't wear your flip-flops to Comic-Con. Yeah. Just real quickly, uh, over vacation, I'm not proud of this, uh, to the supermarket, I wore flip-flops and sandals. And then flip flops uh, and sandals are the same thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean socks and and and, and sandals. Oh, and then boy. For, oh, my. for my oh, for oh, my oh. shirt for up top, I wore a wife beater. Oh in the my! Grocery store. Oh, well, you've really nice. given up. Did you I bring know. it all together with pajama <laughs> pants? <laughs> I was like, am I half white trash? That's a man who has given up. Mm, it was a vacation. Uh, the petering out portion of the program is coming up in a little bit. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. really good there's nothing i said that made you go so there's nothing i can say it's going to get you to come back it's yeah, pretty good and i know what that song's about so it, it really grabs me inside but maybe it uh, speaks to you and whatever your life experience is i wish somebody could have told me that a long 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 time ago in, in case you um, weren't listening while well, i shamelessly flogged my son's band yesterday that's my son's band today if they become famous i believe you're going to be a foul of some sort of law nah, i'm a foul of lots of laws <laughs> Uh, most stressed cities in America. 
We're only on the air in one of the top ten. San Bernardino, California. Shout out, San Bernardino. But it's a lot of East Coast and South, most stressed cities. Really? Hey, East Coast and South. Relax a little bit. Take it easy. <laughs> Check out the YouTubes. There's all sorts of fun stuff. <laughs> we'll have to uh, look at the methodology and discuss that uh, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. They break it down on a whole bunch of different levels. Let's hear our guest announcer for the day. I say final. You say thoughts. Final. Final. Thoughts. That I love. That was great. That I love. Wow. I say final. You say thoughts. Oh, yeah. I like it. We had to keep that. Holy yeah. cow! Here's your host, Joe Getty. <laughs> he came and went like a meteor. Oh. All right, let's get a final thought from everybody. Vincent, what's your final thought? Band name of the day goes to Positive Sean for the broken butter dishes. But bottom <laughs> of the day goes to Joseph Getty for a kid rock is a bit Trumpian with a pinch of Sarah Palin and a quarter cup of Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall Phillips, your final thought. I just was wondering, was that theremin that they were playing in that song? Could be. Yeah, yes, I mean, yes. it sounds like your theremin being used Pumping in that. the theremin. Yeah, no kidding. Indeed. Uh, Michael Angelo, final thought? Uh, yeah, I'll be driving home in a crappy rental car, so if you see somebody driving in the bike lane with the hazards lights on, just wave. It's me. Uh, very nice. And positive, Sean, your final thought, please. Yeah, I don't think Kid Rock can actually become a career politician just because I think we as a country have seen his abs way too much. Mm. I don't think a politician can have that much exposed abs in their history. Good, Good role one. model for the kids. Fitness. Uh, Jack, do you have a final <laughs> thought for us? Speaking of promoting family members' ventures in a probably illegal fashion, my wife asked if I had mentioned our Pugs and Goats Instagram page. Oh, yes. And I said I had. And I said, why? And she said, because we have a lot of new followers. So well, apparently made a difference. That's that's just turning people on to great art. Oh, sure. Pug and goat. sure. Remember, the key is having the goat looking disapprovingly at the mischief <laughs> that the pug gets into. And thus far, I have not featured any of this on the air, but there is a trend in the emails in which people send in their description of their encounters with, like, 30-plus-year-old losers at convenience stores. And I've been enjoying them. Wow. Keep them coming. You're shirtless. Bike riding, dirty ne'er do well encounters. Yeah, yeah, and a special category for over the age of thirty. Oh yeah. Well, if yeah, somebody's nineteen and they're kicking around like that, nah. Whatever, you'll yeah. you'll be fine. It's youth. Yeah. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four hour workday. So many people thank so little to- time. Hmm? Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. Grab our contact info. Email us to text at us, tweet at us. We'd love to hear from you. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. According to reports, the actor who voices Kermit the Frog was fired by Disney for his repeated unacceptable business conduct. Apparently, and this is pretty shocking, he put his hand up a co-worker's butt. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.